Dear listeners at home, you are welcome to Chapter, Verses and Episode Podcast. Your host once more is Tola Johnson. I am encouraged by your love and uh, the way you read my podcast. Thanks. I appreciate you guys for your data and for your time. Today we have uh, a topic that is abstract. Usually is regarded as abstract and the title is terrestrial a reflection of the celestial realm terrestrial a reflection of the celestial realm i want to leave you with the song of ada we're starting with this that song and the title of the song says i was born and raised for this happy listening at home, what are you born for? What are you raised for? It's a great question that we must ask our God. And this podcast will explain that to us. Jacob became husband of two wives and two concubines by circumstantial history and he ended up with 12 children. Among his children, one was particularly outstanding by all standards. Joseph was literally a dreamer with special coats of many colors. He dreamed dreams and those troubles began. The moment you began to have dreams, either you want to be successful in life or either you want to be an innovator or you want to do something great, your trouble starts. And that's because dreams set people apart. Joseph had two dreams. One was so misinterpreted, it virtually cost him his life. Though a destined path, through a destined path, he became prime minister in Egypt. In his first dream, Joseph and his brothers were out in the field gathering bundles of wheat. Suddenly, his bundle stood straight 
and his brothers Pondush, Sarko Drandi, and bowed down. Joseph's brothers eventually went to Egypt to buy wheat from Joseph, bowing down to him. It took 14 years for the dream to be validated. Just like it took 14 years for his father Jacob to marry. I've been listening. That was why we are born and raised. It is a confession, not song. And you can find out that that happened to the life of Joseph. He was born and raised to save lives. Back to our story, listeners at home. Dreams definitely do take time to, 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 to come into place. And sometimes God uses particular numbers as digital themes in our lives. For Joseph, the number was seven. The scripture says, teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. What is the number cycle of your life? Dreams also demand perfection. No dream comes to pass without trial. Either you have dream to invent something. There are situations and times when you will come up with your inventions and you find out that you meet obstacles. Either there is no finance or uh, there is a copyright issue with you, against you. Trials refine our character, giving us the ability to handle the fulfillment of our dreams. If you are passing through trial right now, listeners, just remember that trials have a number. It has a termination point. Joseph had another dream. The first dream was terrestrial. The second was celestial. In this second dream, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to Joseph. Now, critically, let's look at this critically. Did these dreams come to pass or not? The answer is yes. Did Joseph's brother bow down to him? Yes, they did. Did Joseph's mother ever bow down to Joseph? No, his mother had died years earlier. Did his father ever bow down to him? No. Therefore, it's incorrect to interpret the second dream to mean his father and mother bowing down to him. The brothers, the eleven stars, bow down but not his parents they are not the sun and the moon then arise the question who is the sun and who is the moon in the second dream the brothers were represented in both the terrestrial and the celestial dream 
There is terrestrial Israel. There is celestial Israel. There is natural Israel. There is spiritual Israel. Natural Israel is the nation of Israel. Spiritual Israel are the children of Jacob. The pillars of spiritual Israel are 12 apostles. There is a correlation in the number of the children of Jacob and the apostles. They were originally 12 sons of Jacob, just as they were originally 12 apostles. One son of Jacob was sent away to Egypt, reducing the number to 11. Judas was mathematically eliminated from the list of apostles, bringing the number down to 11. Is it a coincidence? He was replaced by Matthias and other apostles named other apostles named Paul. Bringing the number to 13 in the same vein. Joseph was split in two by his father to receive a double portion of the blessing. Joseph became Manasseh and Ephraim. I hope you still remember that Manasseh and Ephraim were Joseph's children. This brings the number to 13. Can we say this is also a coincidence? The terrestrial is thus a reflection of the celestial Israel. This is an evidence connoting and explaining the title of the podcast. The celestial dream that Joseph had was pointing to the future, to us, the church. Joseph was a type of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we haven't resolved who the sun is and who the moon is. In the celestial dream, who are these? Listeners at home. I want to remind us that ancient Egyptians worshipped the sun god called Ra. It was the most important god in Egyptian religion order, religious order. He was in charge of creation. They also worshipped the moon god, Khonsu, regarded as a child of two other gods and instrumental in the creation of new life. And so the sun god, Ra was a contender for the life of Lord of the Universe with Jehovah, while the moon god Khonsu was a contender for sonship with Jesus. But Ra and Khonsu must bend their knees, just as in the dream of Jesus, of Joseph, sorry. For at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Happy listening. Jesus Christ knew us and knew what we're going to become. 
Now let's go back to our story. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. Now, 400 years after this dream that Joseph had, an epic battle of supremacy emerged between Yahweh, Ra, that is the god of sun, and Kunsu, the god of moon. Let my people go, Jehovah demanded, through Moses. But Ra said no, and Kunsu said no. These were the gods that the, uh, that the king of Egypt and the Egyptians were worshipping. God manifested signs and wonders across three realms of creation, in the land, in the sea, and in the air. Those were where they had issues. They were always having those issues. God was dealing with them on their land, in the sea, and in the air. At the point, their, their, their water turned to uh, blood. At the point, the air that was clear turned to darkness. And then on the land, you have Lucas that ate all their food, uh, agricultural products. He told Moses in Exodus chapter 12, verse 12, against all odds, against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord God. Surely God executed judgment against Ra, Khonshu, and the pantheon of Egypt, Egyptian gods. He exiled them. From Egypt, as explained in Second Samuel chapter seven, verse twenty-two to twenty-four. <laughs> as Christians, if we must tackle the problem of our nation spiritually, we must exile the gods behind the sin. There is a God, there is a spirit behind every country, behind every family, that is saying they will not succeed. Definitely, we must exile them, and the Bible says. That we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness. Joseph's second dream was and is pointing to the future in the same way that the visions of Daniel pointed to the vision also. This is telling us that if you remember the last podcast we had talking about the where that, 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 that was titled intrigues and deceits in the corridors of power. If you read the book of Daniel very well, you find that just Daniel too had similar dreams. And this is a similar one too from Joseph. Now, the bone of contention in Egypt is explained in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20 to 23. God raised Jesus Christ from dead and set him on a throne in deep heaven. In charge of running the universe, everything from galaxy to governments, no name and no name except from his rule. Therefore, this bone of contention in Egypt was the tendency towards the extension of the role of governments. We must adopt this posture of religious belief and stand as mediators between heaven and earth. Our voice must be heard in heaven. Our knees must touch the ground. We as child of God have the power to bring God's kingdom to bear on ground and on earth. When we seek to bring the kingdom to bear on earth, it is dangerous. If we fail to bring the kingdom of 
heaven down to earth in our situations is problematic. I pray this thing. Yes, like I said earlier, when we seek to bring God's kingdom to be on earth, we sleep in all. But when we do bring it really, we step into the realm of governmental control. I admonish us to, to please stand up from now and lift your voice to heaven. Bring heaven down to earth in your circumstances in your nation, in our systems, and in our families, for us to live as kings and queens on the earth. Thanks for listening.